All right, everybody. Happy Wednesday to everybody in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Avalanche. On today's episode, uh, I think it's as the Nazem Kadri saga turns version number 73 or something like that. Uh, we just continue to talk about this, but there is some traction here to where he might be going. It's looking like the Islanders. It's not a done deal, but we will talk about that yet again. And there is a number attached. What we said the other day isn't necessarily the case. We'll talk about that. We're also hearing a big number for what Nathan McKinnon wants. He wants to be the highest played player in paid player in the league. See, deserving of that. And we have two grades to get to. We have Darcy Kemper and the captain, Gabe Landeskog. So let's get to it. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brush up on your maths because we're going to be doing a lot of number talking today with what we're hearing from Nazan Kadri, what we're hearing from Nathan McKinnon. Uh, yeah, it's 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 what happens when you got people who are free agents or soon to be, and we have some maybe a little bit of clarity on specifically Nazem Kadri. But first things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. We are the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, and we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You can follow us on our social media outlets: LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, locked on avalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. So we've been talking a lot about Nazem Kadri, understandably. So he's like the last piece of the puzzle for a lot of teams, including the Colorado Avalanche. You <clears throat> if you've been listening to us day in and day out, the latest has been Avalanche and Islanders. And a lot was said yesterday on Tuesday that it's all but a done deal with the Islanders. And they just are waiting to announce it now. It's not even like they have to move money around, which is odd because I haven't seen any moves come from them. So maybe they're announcing everything. Let me go to their cap friendly quickly. But uh, they found was- it under their pillow. I mean, is this just like uh, it could be could be a Vegas thing? where they just announce everything at once. Let me go to their... Well, all right, let's talk about... Oh, no, they have 11.1 in cap space. So they don't need to do anything. If they don't want to, they can just sign them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The The deal that is being thrown out there, seven years, $7 million per year. And we had just spoke the other day. That was Nazem Kadri holding firm on his $9 million a year. None of this is set in stone, so we don't know yet. But the answer to that, if this is true, is obviously no. So first talk, like, if this is done to the Islanders for $7 million, seven per year, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like the Avalanche could have done something to match it? Where's your emotion right now being the Mr. Nazem Kadri fan? If it does end up being seven by seven, I'm mad that this is the number now. Um you would have this is what you wanted to hear right out of the gate for Nas. This is something we could have done. Um well <laughs> it's and yeah. for this to be what he settles on now and not just 
settles on like we talked about them being hard on the nine and then if you settle for seven by seven to go to the islanders it's gonna sting just a little bit but yeah i'm not going to be pleased i'm not going to be pleased i won't either because uh he has said and he was on record by saying he he would give the avalanche a little bit of a hometown discount okay fine uh, I don't want to hold you to that, but I, I you said it. <laughs> yeah. So if you if he does go there for seven, you know what's a hometown discount? I anything below that, I'd be happy with for a hometown discount. If you give me six point five, I'd be happy with that. And if the Avalanche couldn't have pulled that off, again, this is all speculation until something gets signed. Yeah. And I, we've been surprised before. So I am not going to say this is all written in pen until I actually see it reported by multiple outlets and it's out on you know social media and, and the, the team announces it. I'm not there yet, but this is what we have and this is what we have to talk about. If that's the case, if that ends up being the, the number seven for seven, I won't be happy either because you, you were throwing around <clears throat> who? JT Comfort, and you're throwing around Sam Girard. I don't want to get rid of Girard. If they did it, we could have that conversation later. But if you have to get rid of JT Comfort, who is, by the way, after this upcoming season, an unrestricted free agent, if you have to trade him to free up $3.5 million, which would give you more than enough to sign Nazem Kadri, why are you not doing that yesterday? Exactly. Like, even if the hometown discount becomes a six by six, like, that still takes them to 37. And that's still a contract that's easier to move if things do go south. Like if you want to give us, if you're going to flirt with the idea of seven to seven to a contender in the Islanders, that's also up for debate. But if you want to give us a hometown discount six by six, we can make that happen. Yeah. Like I if you wanted to stay on that nine number and shop around for as long as you did, it feels a little kind of disrespectful for like what we could have done. Like we've signed so many of those minimum deals, those $1,750,000 deals that we probably could have held off on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seven would have gave me a little bit of pause. It really would have. I I, I wouldn't have been happy about seven, um, but I would have been happy he would have been around for a while. Mm -hmm. But again, you would structure that deal the same way you structured Gabe Landeskog. Because yeah. Gabe Landeskog's contract takes him into his late 30s. But his no-movement clause and no-trade clause are for the beginning, for the first four years of that. The end of that, you can move him around. You do the same thing with Kadri. Fine, you have him for seven years, which takes him to 38, 39 years old. You don't really want to be paying a 38, 39 years old like Nazem Kadri. I think Gabe Landeskog is going to ride out that contract to the end. Yeah, For... Nazem Kadri, it's a little bit if I think you're going to get really good production for the next four to five years, and maybe the last two or three years might be it might dip a little bit, but that's how you structure it then if you don't feel comfortable about the back end of it. And I'm sorry, I I I would much rather take a chance on a prospect filling the role of JT Comfer and getting comparable stats to JT Comfer than either a prospect or a yet-to-be-signed unrestricted free agent 
taking the role of Nazem Kadri and, and putting up his numbers. Not even the numbers he put up this year, these eight, this 87 points or whatever he had, normal Nazem Kadri numbers in the, yeah. the mid-50s to 60s. I'd be much more comfortable giving him the money and then letting a prospect try to match what JT Comfort can do. We will see. But if this is it, I, I really want to hear from the Avalanche as to why they didn't pull the trigger on this. And my guess is the term. That's my guess. And if it is the term, that's understandable. Um, yeah, you're you really don't want to have a 38 year old making seven million on the books and justifying right. <laughs> letting either Gerard or JT go for that. So that I can understand. But like you mentioned, if the hometown discount is maybe one less year, one less million. That one's a little bit easier to sit with, but seven and seven to the Islanders and the way they play, you wonder if this is going to be something Lou Lamarillo is also going to be not too happy with later on down the road. Yeah. I'm wondering how much the Eric Johnson contract is giving the Avalanche, you know, some trepidation here on, on signing, you know, a guy that's doing a lot for you now and giving him a lot of money um, for his later years. I, they're, they're not happy that they're paying Eric Johnson $6 million a year. Like They're, no. they're happy with, with what he represents for the franchise, but he's, you know, what he's, he's producing is not $6 million a year. But no. again, the difference here is he has a full no-movement clause for the duration of that contract. So you learn from that. You say, okay, mm -hmm. like you learn from it and you structure it where you can make moves and maneuver him if need be towards the end of it. It might be, you know, they might be looking at it as, okay, but if we do move him, we're going to have to soak up some, con some, you know, some of that contract money because nobody is, is anybody going to want him? We don't know. Like there's a lot of big question marks, but I don't know, man. I, I think uh, you know what you have in him right now. And for the next handful of seasons, there's not going to be this big drop in production from him, I don't see, on this team. So so I, I think they're just afraid to pull the trigger on the term. That's my guess. So if it does happen, who do we got? Who's taking the role? This is where you would probably promote from within. Like, if you're going after the free agents, like if you want to list – your top five free agent centers right now. I'm going to list you the list according to Cap Friendly right now. You have Nas at number one, mm -hmm. Victor Rask, Jay Beagle, Cody Eakin, Kyle Turris. That's your top five. And the one that everybody's talking about is not even on your top five. No, everybody wants Evan Rodriguez. Yes, and I get that. But if you look mm -hmm. at his his numbers, he's almost like a mini Nazem Kadri. Yeah. His best season by far was this past year. And that's exactly what Nazem Kadri gave you. Nazem Kadri is much more of a producer than Rodriguez. Don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is everybody is looking at what have you done for me lately. And I think that's why a lot of people are not signing Rodriguez right now. It's not like he's all of a sudden just come onto the scene. You know, he, how old is he? Um, he's He's got to be 27, 28. I got him right here. He is. He was born in 93. So that makes him almost 30. Yeah. Um, and his last, his best year was his last year. So you're getting a lesser Nazem Kadri in terms of stats and what he's producing. So you're going to get him at a cheaper price if you want to bring him in. But I, I don't know, man. Like 
that who's that second line? You're gonna put Rodriguez, Lekkonen, and Rantanen. Oh, or are you gonna put Pachuskin on that second line? I'll tell you this. I, if if it is if it is New Hook, if they do promote New Hook and say you're it, kid, I'm putting Ranton in on that second line. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially with the way that um and keep Val up at the top in some form or fashion. Yep. Um, just the way they play together. Miko, I think honestly, the conversation now, if the Nas news does turn out to be correct. Miko's going to have to drop either it's going to have there's going to have to be some adjustment with that three-headed monster because the centers you have on roster right now Nathan McKinnon new hook you got Darren Helm and Cogliano mm. like you got your top two which say what you will about new hook but then you know what you're getting in Helm and Cogliano and that's not an 82 game 3c 4c mm-hmm. I don't know it's gonna, it's gonna be a big question mark for the avalanche we're back there we, when yeah. we got Nazem Kadri, that that solidified the two C, and now if if this does go through, obviously we're back there again. So uh, that that'll be a question, and I, and I wonder this: I wonder if we will find out that Kadri has moved on by the Avalanche making a move before the Islanders actually announce that they yeah. signed Nazem Kadri. Because Lamorello likes to take his sweet time in announcing this stuff. So I think maybe the Avalanche are the ones that tip their hat first. And if they go, imagine if they go sign Rodriguez or anybody or any of those five guys that you listed, we now know Kadri is gone. And yep. we it still might be another month before the Islanders even announce it because that's how Lamorello plays the game. I don't know. It, like I said, it is not a done deal yet. Maybe. You know, we're recording this at, at night on Tuesday. Maybe by the time we wake up in the morning, they will have announced it. Teams don't typically do that overnight. You never know with the Highlanders and Lamorella. It's, it's it's a crapshoot when he's going to announce it. If I wake up to that news, I'm rolling back over and going to sleep. <laughs> Calling in for the day. Yep. Um, all right. Let's hear from Athletic Greens, and then we will talk about a guy that the Avalanche are, in fact, trying to sign. Another guy that they're trying to sign and keep around for a long period of time. And that is... Nathan McKinnon, but first athletic greens. Kyle and I talk about this pretty much on the regular and we're getting up there in age. I know I am. I mean, you're a little bit behind me, but you're going to, you're going to be at my point at some point in time. I'm a very old man, Chris. It's it's just a fact. And when you get older, you experience some gut health and you want to take care of that. Especially you want to take care of the gut. So what do you do? Athletic greens. It's one scoop of this stuff in your morning glass of water, and you are getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole for whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients to support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, focus, recovery, everything. Athletic greens was started when the creator had some gut health issues of his own, and he was on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him over $100 a day, where Athletic Greens, which he created, can cost you less than $3 a day. It's cheaper than your coffee and cold brew habit. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that is it. 
No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And I got to say, this stuff tastes good. It really does. Yeah, honestly, it, it has the look of, I don't want to drink that. It's that, you know, it's like a dark green. It's almost like you're taking a handful of grass and just blending it up. But it doesn't taste like that. It has a really good fruit juice flavor to it. So if you're not the vegetable type, uh, you're going to be in good hands with Athletic Greens. So go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Once again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network, and you'll get a, you're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase at athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. All right, so uh, we got some news. It was came from a couple sources, but I think the first one to, to talk about it was Adrian Dater. And he had a uh, story up about how Nathan McKinnon is going to be looking to be the highest paid player in the league. Um, and right now, that distinction belongs to Connor McDavid. So and Connor McDavid is making 12.5 per year. Well, AAV per year. Um, we have one more year left on quite possibly the greatest contract in sports history for a superstar player. Uh, where he's making just over $6 million a year. A lot of numbers are getting thrown around with him as to what it will be. A lot of people are hanging on when he, to those words that he said of, I'll take less again. Um, so much has changed since he said that. That, you know, I, I think he does want, I, I think so many players have been signed since he uttered those words a couple years ago now. And he's seen these players get signed left and right, maybe for dollars amount that they they shouldn't be. And I think he that that's nobody's going to hold him to that. Nobody is. So my question to you is, what is the number? For him to be the highest paid, that's I mean well deserved. I. I'm still struggling with this because I'm one of those that was expecting him to kind of, you know, go back to what he said and, you know, play a little bit closer. But if he's wanting to go that high, are we going to be okay with 12 million, 12 and a half? Because that's Mm -hmm. what it's got this weird feeling. And I'm just going to be honest. It doesn't sit the greatest with me knowing that you have like seven or eight going to Gabe, nine going to Miko, and then 12 going to Nathan McKinnon. Mm-hmm. It's well, really, it's closing that window, and then we're becoming Toronto. Here's the biggest reason why it's going to be more than, than Connor McDavid. Because after this upcoming season, the salary cap goes up. And it and it's expected to go up significantly, not just one million dollars. So yeah, while your guys like Kale McCarr, Landis Cog to only making seven, right? So you got Kale McCarr, Miko Rantanen. Those are your two big guys, really. What they, you know, it's unfortunate for them because their contracts came up during mm-hmm. this era when when you can't do anything. Like you're kind of all teams are kind of hamstrung as to how much they can give out. When the cap doesn't go up, you don't have that extra money to play with. 
and, and they're kind of screwed. So that's why I thought there'd be a lot more bridge deals Yeah, for, for knowing that this, this cap is going to go up after the 22-23 season, and then you sign again for even more money. Nathan McKinnon is getting in it at the perfect time. <laughs> While all these guys are, are getting at the worst time going through COVID and flat cap era, Nathan McKinnon, when he signed the contract that he's on now, had no idea this was going to happen. But you have now you have revenue is, is gone up. Um, the, the, the players will have paid back their escrow. That's going to be off the books. Everything is going through the roof. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know how much, but it will be enough for the Avalanche to give Nathan McKinnon an extraordinary amount of money, and they are going to do it. He is one of the best players in the league, a top three player in the league, if you ask me, and you can throw Cam McCarr in there. The Avalanche probably have two of the top three players in the league. And I think because of the arrival of Kale McCarr, people have like kind of taken their foot off the gas with Nathan McKinnon. He's a beast. He is incredible. And we can't forget that. And he is going to get paid like it. I'm telling you right now, Connor McDavid's at 12.5. You are going to see Nathan McKinnon, if everything happens the way it's supposed to go with the, the cap going up, Nathan McKinnon is going to be in the 13 to 14 range without hesitation. And they will be able to afford it because you have you've made all of these moves knowing everybody's always like, oh, the six million dollars coming off for Eric Johnson. That's true. Sure. Give him that. So that brings him up to like 12.2. Add another two million to that. I'm telling you, it, it is going to happen. He's going nowhere. The avalanche will get this done. I think that I think a big reason why it's not happening is because they don't know what the cap is going to go up to. They should know that maybe around like the all-star break of next year. Sometimes that gets to announced. And as soon as that happens, you will see Nathan McKinnon signed maybe 24 hours after that fact. Mark my words. Yeah. I'm going to love the fact that we have him long-term long time. Like he's going to be a, pretty much an avalanche for life. That's going to be great. That's what mm -hmm. you want for Nathan McKinnon and his journey. It's just we're, now we're, we've gone from being like that, that league where everybody kind of laughs at our contracts to respectable contracts being thrown out. And Nathan McKinnon's going to be one of the first. It's just an adjustment oh, period. For yeah. where we're going to have to sit there and look at that number. Like the Ilya Kovalchuk contracts where you're looking at it, you're like, okay, sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and put that up there. But like, yeah, it's going to be great. I just, it's going to be something that the Avalanche will have to manage for years to come and it's going to be interesting to see how we play with the rosters from this point forward because uh, i mean it, it, then you know once that happens like you, you have expiring contracts you know but it's still a few more years away i mean you what are you going to give miko rantanen when his contract is up you know what i mean and then kale mccarr i mean you, miko rantanen <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's going to be so tough with him. Um, let me see. Because how many years does he have left? Let's see quickly. Um, he inked that deal three years ago? Yeah. So he is up. His The last year of his contract is 24-25. All right. So he 
and, and he'll only be he'll be tw- that'll be his 27 and up contract oh <laughs> oh boy so you're gonna have to pay him you, i mean you could have three guys on this team between miko kale and nathan mckinnon at, after kale this current contract is up that's not until the 27 28 season so that you know you, you have a while but at some point in time all three of those guys are going to soak up a lot of money but you also have to think by the end of McCarr's contract and Rantanen's contract, the cap is just going to keep going up. Yeah. And, you know, with, with this contract with ESPN and TNT, things are looking good for the league. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, if if the cap situation is what it what it is now, by the end of the McCarr contract, then we're not having this conversation because you can't do anything. But the future looks bright for the league and for cap situation. So I think you'll be okay as long as you have guys on your team that aren't kind of money grubbing. I don't get that from Kale McCarr. I think he's going to want to get paid. Um, That'll be a scary situation if they can't get him done because teams are going to be throwing ungodly money at him. I think Nathan McKinnon is going to have the record for highest contract until Kale McCarr's contract comes due. So he'll hold the record Mm -hmm. for a couple of years until actually, you know what? I think even uh, McDavid's is due. In a couple of years too, so uh, it, it's it's just gonna you know for players it, it's exciting, yeah, because they they're gonna be signing some nice contracts um, after this year, and Nathan McKinnon is going to set the tone, and he's and, deserved every penny. Uh, you know, man, I'm telling you, like I know there's some people that don't like his attitude, and 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 I get that, uh, but he he just plays to win. You know what I mean? That's what he wants to do, and now that he's won that cup, if he didn't win the cup. I think the abs that'd be their only chip to say like yeah. yeah this is why we can't give you 14 million dollars we haven't won anything yet nothing left for the guy to do literally there's nothing left for the guy to do except just continue winning the things he's already won well i should say maybe a heart trophy is what but that's a person yeah knock that down to 13 million yeah that's a personal <laughs> he he is he is one of my favorite players on the team um he is an absolute animal we are beyond lucky to have him on our team um and you can't forget how incredibly awesome he is yeah and what he means he's going to make the money it's going to happen so be prepared for it um all right two grades to get to with darcy kemper and captain gabe landeskog but first betonline.net well there we go uh it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs on all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. You have reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, NHL, esports, golf, and what's the other one, Kyle? Combat sports. Combat. Oh, I love how you did that. <laughs> uh, Bet online continues to be. You maybe want to do like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. I, I thought I was playing a video. Konami game. code. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action that is happening at betonline.net where the game starts. Two grades to get to, my friend Darcy Kemper and Gabe Landeskog. We do it alphabetically. We will start with Darcy Kemper. Across the board, Bs for him. 
from the people of social media pretty handily too. I thought a lot of people would kind of fade on him because the vote for him didn't come in until uh, after he signed away. He, he <laughs> left to go to Washington. So I thought people would be kind of uh, kind of ding him for that. In addition to, you know, his postseason play. Yeah, but they didn't. I think they held firm at uh, a solid B across the board on social media. What do you give him? I give him a flat B for everything I've said about Darcy Kemper in my life. He outperformed. His regular season was really good. Um, he he put us in a really good spot for the year. Um, granted, you wanted to see a little bit better out of him in the postseason, but my goodness, we won a cup, and he was one of the reasons we won a cup. Wins are a team stat. Darcy Kemper is a team guy. He's a flat B. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would I would give him a B. Honestly, hovering on on B minus because. Uh, he didn't have the best postseason. Um, and it, was it because of the eye? Probably like some of that comes into play. And you can take that one of two ways. You can be like, well, you know, his eye was was hurting him, so he didn't play the best. Okay. He he won the cup that way, then. Exactly. <laughs> you can take that the other way as well. So that's why I'm kind of I'm just gonna be at, at a, a straight B for me and Darcy Kemper. I I thought he was a good pickup. It's one of those things where I think a lot of people are thinking maybe they overpaid for him. Uh, you give up a prospect, a first-round draft pick. I Nobody is talking about that because they won it, yep. because they won the Cup. Nobody is, is looking in hindsight saying, well, oh, now we don't have a first-round pick. Now we don't have a great prospect. You know, But no, okay, but we got the hardware, so it's okay. Yep. It's why you make those deals. It's why you make those deals. So I not only did I like him and I thought he he had a fantastic regular season. Mm-hmm. He's just his personality is great. I, I when, when you have a hockey player who has a personality like he does, you uh, you kind of like latch on to those guys. So I was hoping that they would sign him. Uh, it didn't work out. OK, and, and you know what? Like we had one year with Darcy Kemper and it's not like I got so attached to him where I like. I'm going to root for him from afar. I, I'm I'm not. <laughs> it's, and it's nothing against him. But, um, you know, if, if you're a, a Capitals fan, I think you got to be happy. And he signed away and didn't immediately start, you know, making a little, like, comment about the Avs and not retaining him for that country. Yeah, he's not that kind of guy. So beginning, middle, and end to the Darcy Kemper story in Colorado was pleasant. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. So. And I still have my 35 uh, sweatshirt, <laughs> which I will continue to wear, proudly so, and whatever. It's yeah, it's fun while it lasted, Darcy. <laughs> uh, one that is going to last a much longer time, and that is Mr. Gabe Landeskog. He has dethroned Nazem Kadri for highest percentage for a grade. He got – it was almost consistent. It was almost 92 – it was either 92 or 93% A's for – every social media platform uh and the rest of it was b's we didn't have any funny people doing c's or or, or d's or f's and maybe had one percent on instagram do c or less than one percent so they don't count this is just an easy a man like, well i guess it was is it a or is it a plus for for landis guy it is a flat a and i hover on the a minus he did mm. not see a lot of ice time. So 
like what he did do was quality but granted he's played 51 games of the regular season he did i'm not i'm not speaking negative to him but i i just am putting it in perspective like he had he did incredible when he was on the ice but let's let's put it in context like i'm not going to give him an a plus because it wasn't night in night out he suffered a couple times with injuries and i'm giving him a flat a it's funny that you know you look at that and that injury um at the end of the regular season held him out for almost 30 games yep you know i mean yeah it's weird to look at it he was having such a good season he really had a good season let's see you know and it was cut short he only played 51 games so you know i i gotta give him an a um man like i think what's preventing me from giving him an a plus is just yeah not having a full regular season yep um if he had i would have loved to seen his stats um they 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 just you know so you know and that's stats you know that that is that is what they are um but we say it all the time with him you can't underscore just what he means to this team and how he is the captain of this team what he means to the franchise what he means to the city um ben myers uber driver yeah (laughs) yeah right right he goes and picks him up um you he just has the respect of of everybody on the team and mm-hmm. so many people throughout the league too so yeah i mean regular season was great for for what he had um what did he have in the playoffs let me see here so in the playoffs 20 games played 11 goals 11 assists so you know he just continued production there so he, he's one of the best captains in the league Easily, you know, I mean? you know like, easily, and I think he's the captain. He's one of the best captains in the league that gets the least amount of recognition, if you ask me. Because you know because what, and that's and he that means he's really good at his job because yeah. he's not out there grabbing the spotlight. He's focused on his team. No, I mean he he's not flashy, even with those dashing good looks. Like he he's <laughs> not flashy. Like he plays the game hard. He's not afraid to mix it up. But who's going to get the headlines? Nathan McKinnon's going to get the headlines. Kale McCarr's going to get the headlines. Um, and and he, you know, Gabe Lanscott just goes about his business, and he does it very, very well. Yep. He was on pace to have his best season ever. And if it wasn't for that injury, he would have had it. And it would have been a slam dunk A-plus for me. But Easily. Because, yep. because of those little bit of injuries, you just got to scale him back to an A. So sorry. I have to give you an A. <laughs> uh, but he he's... He's awesome. And, you know, we're, we were just talking about how we're, we're so lucky to have Nathan McKinnon on our team and we're going to hopefully lock him up for a crazy amount of money. Um, I couldn't tell you how, how happy I was when I got that news that he had signed his contract. I was doing yeah. a guest spot uh, with King. Yeah. With King Dowett. When that news broke, we were recording his podcast. And I just stopped everything. I'm like, dude, <laughs> it, it, it was it was fantastic. So I was so happy that we locked him up because he's awesome. He's awesome. And he learned about recycling Pepsi bottles from Kale McCarr this he year. He did. You learned it's something. Trash. Yeah. Even in his old age of 30 years old now, he's still <laughs> learning things every day. <laughs> All right, people. Um, maybe we'll hear something about Nazem Kadri if it's final or not. 
by the end of the week. I don't know. We shall see. Uh, our next show will be Friday. And whatever we hear, we're going to talk about it then. So until then, let's hear what you got to say in the comments. Does Nathan McKinnon deserve that much cash? It's a lot of quiche. It's a lot uh, of quiche. We, we shall see. So comment away, and we will be back on Friday. Until then, he is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. Once again, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. We are the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys Friday. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.